a good nerve of Shabbos, Rabbi Say, Pasha Sav, Shushan Purim, try a little bit to talk about the Iskashas between this man and the Parshas. Actually, there's Tikkun Shabbos even to the Parshas Shmini. Talk about Parshas Sav, just Agdome. Starting off with the Parsh of Komoilo. And the Torah says, Savis Aaron, there's born of Limo, so he's Terasoilo. So Chazal, Chazal Amarech, that is a lotion of Tzav, a lotion of Zirus, it's found in different Medroshim. The message is the same, that there's a special Zirus by a Komoilo. So Komoilo, Kotshe Kedoshim doesn't have Achilles Koyanim. Can don't eat from the Komnoilo. Like a Chattas Varshim. And therefore, Chazal coined the phrase Chesor and Kis. It's like a loss. Poshe Balabatish, you learn, this is a carbon that's brought and it gets consumed on the Mizbeach. There's no, there's a loss. In the mail of that loss, is it makes it difficult. It's difficult to bring such a call. So the Torah has to go out of its way to tell us Tzav, which is a strong Lashon, Zerus, where the Torah is really warning us, commanding us, that we should be extra careful with it. From many, many sides, this is tremendously difficult to understand. And this is already that the Parshonim are on this question. Who are we talking to? Who's the Tzav? Who's challenged? The owner, the one who's bringing the Korb whether it's an Eilos Choyv or an Eilos Nadova, the owner who's bringing the Korb for whatever retreat they need, an Eilos Machaper for Yumavat Lamitzvah Sasei, an Eilos could come for bad thoughts, better Rugim, the owner is bringing a kom no different than he brings a kom mechatas. When an owner brings a kom mechatas, the owner of the korban doesn't get anything from it any anyway, because it's kosher gedosh. It's not eaten by the owner. To kahanami, to kahanam So the owner has no more loss by a korban oila than he does by a chatas vosher. No difference. It's all the same. The only time the owner gets to have his peace is by the carbonus of Kotrim Kal. So clearly, we're not talking about the owner that needs extra extra warning and extra zeros. So now let's focus on the Koyan. Who are we talking? The Koyan Amakrav? What loss does he have? For him, it's avoided like any avoid. He loses nothing. Say, well, he doesn't really gain much. First of all, that could be debated. Because the iris, the skins of the Korban, go to the Koranim. The Koranim get the skin of the Korban. That could be some, that could be some pretty change. But leave that on the side. It's definitely a net gain. The Koran is gaining. He's not losing. He's only gaining. He's gaining less. He's not gaining 
from the actual flesh of the comb like you would by a comb of chattas vosh. Fine. What's what's the loss? So this is, like I said, from all fronts, this is difficult. And therefore, most of the pirushim that are said on this medrash try to find other meaning to what chasar and kiss means. We're going to go also in that derech to try to find some other meaning what the chasar and kiss here is. And maybe bring it a little bit closer, a little bit closer, Korovel Abshat. Talk a little bit on the Indian now of Pur. So, talk about the Megillah. We've discussed this question that the Megillah is really a, a fascinating thing as far as its origin. Who wrote the Megillah? When the Megillah was written? For what purpose was the Megillah written? There's all kinds of conflicts in this regard. On the one hand, it's a pasuk in the Megillah. It says clearly that they wrote the Megillah. And if you have a question what they wrote, you can look at Rashi. Rashi brings down a Chazal. That this Fatihta, if this what they wrote, was the Megillah the way we have it today, our Megillah. So that's the Gemara in Mesechah's Megillah. That's the that's the that's the Medrash in 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 in, in Mikra Megillah. If we look in the Gemara in Bava Basra, Daftezvov, over there the Gemara says the Antrik Nesazagdela. They were the ones that wrote the Megillah. By the way, we have a conflict. Then we have a fascinating Marshal, which there has to be some explanation in this Marshal, because on the surface, it seems to argue with the Gemara of Avabasri. The Marshal is found in Meseches Chum Kuflamites. Over there, the Gemara has a Shtikul connecting different things from the Megillah. The Psukim in the Torah with Mordechai and Homon and Esther, all different connections. Over there, the Marshal says that the Megillah was written by the Persians. And in fact, he says the name Mordechai and the other names found in the Megillah, Persian names. Persian names. This was written by them. Because right, the Marshal doesn't mean this. He doesn't mean the way you would read it. That the Persians are the Mahabrim of Megillah says. Can't mean it. The Gemara says not like that. The Medrash of Megillah says is not like that. So basically we have three versions. How do we make shalom between the versions? So, seems unquestionable that the original Hatokas HaMegillah was by Mordechai and Esther, as it says in the Pesukim. And later on, 
the Persians, they were matikit as well. And Taka, the origin of the Marsha, and what the Marsha is trying to bring out there in Chul, is found in the Eben Ezra, in the Zagdome, the Megil Sestam, that the name of Hashem was taken out from the Megillah. Only Birgamizah. And the reason, he says, is because the Persians were matik the Megillah afterwards. They took the Megillah that we have. They copied it. And because they copied it, they would have put in, if we would have put in the Shemus Hashem, they would have put in the Shemus Avedizor. So we protected the Megillah was protected by Mordechai and Esther, by the original authors of the Megillah, with the foresight that there's going to be a Persian version of the Megillah, which although may be accurate for the most part, has the danger of putting in Chas V'Shalem, things that would defy so, but the bottom line is that this really makes Shalom between all the versions. Esther Hamalki, Mordechai wrote the Megillah. Then they wrote it as an Igeras to be read on Purim. But as Rashi says in Bava Basra, it couldn't become instituted as part of Tanakh till it came to Eretz Yisrael. Over there, Tanshek Nesagdele were able to incorporate it into the Sifrei HaTanach. And this, that the Marsha and the Ebenezer talk about, that's a separate, that's, that's the Persian version of the Megillah. And certain elements of the Megillah were written in a way that would accommodate that eventuality that the Parsim would manipulate things in the Megillah. But I'll go upon him. This is a big topic, something that's beyond this moment. Just the reason why I'm bringing this in is for a different point. Is that Esther, Amalek, and Mordechai were the first authors of the Megillah. Why is it then called Megillah's Esther? Shouldn't it be called Megillah's Mordechai or Lachalapoches? Megillas Mordechai Esther. Why would it be called only Megillas Esther? Kilu, leaving out Mordechai Atzad, giving some kind of extra chashivas here to Esther's piece in the Megillah. Obviously, there has to be an explanation why this is. This also is a question that's asked by Kadmonim. Just touch upon it, and tie it a little bit into the whole Inyan of the Yeme of Purim, and how that Inyan of the Yeme connects to Tzav as well. Inyan of the Yeme of Purim, we find that there's a Kriyas HaMegillah Chelak, which is a Pirsumi Nise, reading the Megillah. But it's not enough there's Niskorim Venasi. There's also an Asi on Purim. And the Asi is the Mishlech Manus of Matonis And this is all part of the Pesuminis. 
And it's really quite fascinating that the Pilsuminise of Purim involves intercontact with other Yidin, besides for the Megillah itself. Chesed. Chesed to a degree of Kolapoishit Yad Noistimloi. And even the Matonis Lavyonim, which is a Shailun the Poiskim, if it's actually Tztoka, as we would know from the rest of the year, or is it some new element of giving a gift to an Oni, not as Tztoka, as a gift? There are halachic differences between the two, ranging from how you give it to whom you give it, ranging to whether the Shachiyonu has to also include the Matonis Lavyonim. If it's after all a mitzvah of tztoke, then it's not timely enough to require a shechiyonu. Even though it has its own halachas, it's still rooted in the mitzvah of tztoke. So that's a separate question. But un- undoubtedly, the Eneim Shalaniim Kluyim Bekriyas Megillah, the Mishlech Manas, is something that's tied into the Nizkorim Venasim. It's a very unique Yom Tif, where the essence of the Yom Tif, the Pesuminisif and Yom Tif, requires not just for us to read a Megillah, not just for us to be engaged in reviewing the miracle and publicizing the miracle, but interacting with our fellow man, interacting with Kalal Yisrael, being mischassed with Kalal Yisrael, very unique. This is not, this is unique to Purim. And again, Chesed is part of every Yom Tif. As the Ramam writes in Uchus Yom Tif, if somebody were to celebrate Yom Tif and rejoice and everything, but not be misamech levanim and not open up the doors of his home. So the Ramam says this is not real Simchas Yom Tif. This is what he terms Simchas It's a simcha where you're satisfying yourself. You're filling up your stomach. You're not, you're not being engaged in anything that's spiritual or godly. But still, the Pesuminis of Pesach doesn't require intrinsically the union of Chesed. Avada is Moishitim and is Tzstoke. And all the all the beautiful things, like every Yom Tif. But here it's different, poor. Here it's intrinsic. In the Yom Tif, in the Prisuminisa, Hayomimaela, Nizkorim Vinas. Why is that? Rabbi Sai, the Pshatovi, you could say, is like this. We've said in many different shiurim that Yerushalayim got its name from two great men, Shem and Avrom Avinu. Shem Malki Sholem called Yerushalayim the city of peace. Avrom Avinu, tagged on, he said it's called Yira. Says the Medrash HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, what name should I give Yerushalayim? After all, Shem called it Sholem. Avram called it Yireh. No, to make everybody happy. So the Ebishta combined the name of Yerushalayim and made it into a name 
that had both Avram and Shem's components into the essence of the name. So as I always say when I read this Chazal, the Medrash, it sounds almost like two Zaydis that want you to name the child after their side of the family. You make a Pesachah, you find a name, combine it, which I'm not a big chassid of naming a child after two people. But you find Megeptachanet. Rabbi Zai, Shame was a big boy and Avram was a great man and they didn't need to be appeased. They wanted to know what's the MS. They only wanted Hashem to give the name to Yerushalayim, the name that it deserves and the name that captures what it's supposed to be. So why is the Ebishter making Pshars? And the answer is and can only be that the Rabbani Shalom was saying that both names are true. Elu ve'elu divrei Meaning, of course, Avram is right. The name that Avram gave by the Akedas Yitzchak. Of course, who can come to the base of Mignosh without enhancing the Yerushalayim? That's what it's all about. Would he come to the base of Mignosh to connect to the Rabbani Shalom? to high, heighten your levels of Chibur, of Avas Hashem, of Yiras Hashem, of course, of course, that's that's all of base, it has to be. There's no Havamina to leave Avram's name out of Yerushalayim, that's what it's about. But shame had a different component. And shame said like this, you want to have a relationship with the Rabbani Shalom? You have to have a relationship with your fellow man. You want to have a shaykhaz to Rabbi Nishlelem. You want Hashem to be mevator for you. You want Hashem to be meichel you. You want to bring a chatas and tell Hashem, please, I was machal Shabbos. I ate chilev. Whatever I did, Hashem be meichel me. You have to be bishlemus with your fellow man. If you have a kapeid on your fellow man, how could Hashem be meichel you? Shame said there's got to be Shalom here too. The Ebishter said, When you go to the base Hamingdash, you have to know. You have to be whole. Like Hashem tells us through the Novi. If your hand is full of blood, what are you going into base Hamingdash? What are you doing here? You have to be a man of Shalom. To also have a man, be a man of Yira. And it all combines. It all becomes one. That's the Yusuit. That's where Yushalayim got its name. Amolek only came. Amolek is the, is the absolute contradiction with the Shechina, with the Beis HaMikdash. Amolek came into existence because of two components. We missed Yira. And we miss Cholim. Yira says the says the say Chazal says the Gemara of Yudei Midivrei Torah says the Pasuk Hayish Hashem Bekerbenu Emayin Amolik came when our trust, our Emuna, our Shabbos the Torah got weakened. No question, the Yira was 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 loosened, ruffled, but. 
there's another component Amalek that came from Simna, as the Gemara says in Sanhedrin Saritas. Simna was a Pilega. She tried to be Megaya. Miskayeras. She came to Avrom Yitzhak Yank if they didn't take her. She said, no, they're not taking me. At least I'll go to Esau. She went to Esau, and we know the rest. She got Amalek. Says the Gemara, why? Why did Amalek come? Says the Gemara. They shouldn't have pushed her away. That means Chazal are telling us that Amalek is rooted in our Chokeh. Amalek came from divisiveness. Even a lady like Simna, who didn't deserve to be incorporated into Chazal, still the Avas Hagdoshim with all that Zidkis, they should have been a little bit, a little bit less Marachiker. I was always medayik. The Gemara doesn't say the iboyilu lekabla, but the lo iboyilu lerachka. It's a different losh. They shouldn't have pushed her away. So comes that Amalek came from these two things. The only way, therefore, to destroy Amalek is to eradicate both elements. We all we all know ben adam lamak. We all understand that that our relationship with Hashem is pivotal. But we don't understand how much and how important the second piece is, the Ben Adam Lachaveri piece. And that's why, It's not enough to remember. It's not enough to read the Megillah. It's not enough to remember and to strengthen our mood in HaKadosh Baruch We have to be Mishlech Moniz Yishlech we have to be makar of ourselves, and only through that can we completely eradicate and be moichamolik. That's why by Purim, the Beinadam Lachaveri component is the essence of the day, the essence of the year. Mordechai, as the Svarim Akdoshim say, represented Klal Yisrael being mechazet himself to the Rabbani Shalel. He was the Rosh Bezdin. He was the Malamitary Israel. That was his job. That was his mission. And Esther had a different mission. Her mission was gather them together. Esther Amalka represents the essence of Klal Yisrael, the Chibur of Klal Yisrael. That's her piece. Of course, under the guise of Mordechai. Of course, with the guidance of Mordechai. But that's her piece. The Megillah itself is Mordechai. That's the Megillah. The Megillah is the is the Kisvei Kodesh Shabai. The essence of the Megillah is Mordechai. But we can't forget the Esther Chelek. Megillah's Esther. The Nizkorim Venasim. That's the combination of the two. That's the connection of the two. Now we go to Parshish Tzav. Every korban comes for Kapoor. The korban has a piece that's given to the Kohanim. The Kohanim eat. They eat the korban. Kohanim oichel and bailam is Strange. Strange. What is the Kohanim eating have to do with your Kapoor? We understand them as Beach. We understand them as Dam. We understand the Evarim. We don't understand what is the coin eating. And the answer is, the coin eating represents you, your carbon, being Michael the Kohanim. That's the Sholem piece. 
That's the Bein Adam L'chaveri piece. The oil is missing that whole piece. It's true you give the skin, but the skin is not part of the essence of the comb. The skin is just a tofel baalme. It's not like the other korbanas, the chattas, where the essence of the korban, part of it goes on the mizbeach, and part of the essence of the korban is being used. L'schaber l'akoyanim. L'chalei says akoyanim. Memele b'yoyser tzorich zirus. person has to remember what is a chsoran kiss, what is the whole korban is only being consumed on the mizbeach. And no part of the essence of the korban being given to the Kohanim. We're missing that piece. That's the additional zeros. That's the additional chilek of the Korb. Perhaps I'm just going to jump to Pasha Shmini and end with this thought. We know that Ayyem HaShmini, Bnei Aaron HaKohanim died, not of Aviyu. Pakriva Meizor, all different kinds of Peshatim. But one of the main explanations is that they didn't get married. They were doing it was their own carbon for their own aliyah. They didn't get married. They were focused on their own aliyah. In a sense, that was a steer with the whole chinuch of the Beis HaMikdash. The chinuch HaMishkan has to be built on Yele. On the other person, if the Chinuch HaMishkan, the Yimei HaMiluim, if you have that the Kohanim go and they're doing their own thing for their own Aliyah, even though it's it's Kervaya Kodesh, it's holy Jews, on tremendous Madregas, but it's Misnagi to the Sholem of Yerushalayim. And that being done during the Yimei HaMiluim, that was a steer with everything. And that's why that had to be immediately rectified. We should all be Zaychem, it's Hashem, to Mesakin, our Chibur to the Rabbani Shalom, and our Chibur of Lech Kenoisis Kalai Hudim. We should be Zaychataka to have both the Shlemus of Yerushalayim. We should see Yerushalayim Abnuya, Kiyur Shechubra Lo Yachtov, Bimheir of Yomenu, Omen King Yerotzim.